This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. From the offseason, the wins and the losses, it's time to take one, one, one giant, giant step. step. Week 5, unbelievably somehow, we have totally turned the corner to October. And even more unbelievably, the Giants get set, forget this, their first 1 p.m. Eastern game of the year. Doesn't happen until week five. Yes, that's right. We have not watched the Giants play in the early window on a Sunday afternoon yet this year, and we will versus the Miami Dolphins on Sunday. Now, we were going to do all the trimmings, your fantasy reality, your picks, a little thoughts on the game preview as well. But with bad teams comes controversy, and Evan Neal provided plenty this week. If you're a Giant fan listening to this, I'm Maybe I'm giving you way too much of the benefit of the doubt. I'm assuming most have seen or heard Evan Neal's comments, read their comments about fair weather fans and, you know, sheep and the the guys who flip hamburgers and hot dogs, which I don't know anybody that actually flips them. You turn them. And, you know, how could we take their opinion? And it was brutal. It's a brutal comment to read from a player that has been nothing but a brutal player. Uh, I went on and on and on about this on Tiki on Evan and Tiki on WFAN as well, where I am somebody that grew up. My dad sliced deli beans for a living. My mom, a medical biller. I worked in the food industry for many years. The idea that you can't sit down and watch and to a lesser extent, analyze football. Like it's not like we all sit down like a bunch of dum-dums and don't know what's going on. We don't know what's good, what's bad. Yeah. There's certain intricacies of the game that I'm sure will go over our head, but ultimately come on, Evan Neal, you know what, uh, you know what else is very difficult to do? Anybody getting a job right out of college for what they went to college for extremely difficult. It is extremely difficult in America today, more than ever to find a reliable full-time job out of college. Uh, I, geez, I, I knew I had to do, I had to work part-time in radio, climbing my way up. What athletes, if you're a professional athlete, get to do is come right out of college and sign many, in many aspects, a million-dollar-plus contract. Now, not always, you know, multiple thousands, still more money than we could dream of. With that money and that responsibility, even if you're a young man, comes the understanding of if things go bad, well, it's part of the deal. You're going to get booed. You're going to take criticism. You're going to take heat. And 
when I hear people say it's a 22-year-old kid making a mistake, I totally agree. I do agree with that. However, unfortunately, what comes with the territory is you're expected to be able to block that out. Again, it's part of why you get paid a ton of money. It's not just to block defenders in the NFL. So it bothered me. That being said, Evan Neal did apologize. He did both a, like an iPhone note statement, and then he met the media on Thursday. I believe his apology was heartfelt. I believe his apology was heartfelt. I've talked to some reporters in the Giants room who have backed up and said, listen, like of anybody to come out and says, Evan Neal is like that legitimately a good kid. I think he's melting a little bit under the pressure right now. He is not playing good football. I mean, think about it. He was at Alabama, just a star there. And you come here and he just has not figured it out as a right tackle. Now, whether you forgive him or not for the apology is almost a side story. Because ultimately, you could say today on, as I'm taping this on Friday, October 6th, you know, I'd heard Evan Neal's apology. He is a kid that made a mistake. He talked about his humble beginnings and everything. But if he doesn't turn it around and start playing decent football, forget good football, he's not even playing decent football. uh, These comments are going to stick with him for his giant career. They're just that, you know, everybody could say, I I forgive you, but you're not going to forget it. You could forgive, but not forget. And the hamburger hot dog jokes are going to run with him unless he figures this out. And I don't know if that's moving him to guard, if tackles is not his play. But either way, I mean, he was taken seventh overall at a position where the Giants needed to reload on O-line in the worst way. And it's been a decade. They couldn't afford to miss on this pick. It's a big deal. If you're listing the giant problems this year individually, Evan Neal is in the top five, if not the top one, and that includes the quarterback. You could not afford to miss on him. So, yes, I personally take his apology, and I understand that your kid that made a mistake. I also want to remind everybody that we need to just stop using the crutch that these are young kids. Yes, yes, but they're paid to do so. Not every 22-year-old NFL player gets booed has comments like this. Remember that. Every time a story does come out like this, we're reminded they are kids, but somehow other players block it out. You got It's part of the game. It is unfortunately part of the game. Now on to the task at hand. The Giants' next two games at one and three are versus the Dolphins and Bills. And why in each step of the road in the early portion of the schedule, whether it was the Arizona game, why did we say the Arizona game was so paramount to win? Well, because the Niners were going to be coming up after that, and you didn't want to start the year 0-3. So the Giants actually accomplished a mission this year. They came back, they beat the Arizona Cardinals, uh, and they didn't put themselves in a position where they could be 0-3. So then why was the Seattle game important at 1-2? It was important for a couple of reasons. Number one, much like the Niners coming up after Arizona, the Giants knew they would be having the Dolphins and Bills, two of the NFL's elite, on the schedule following it. Of course, we also understand that Seattle will be right in the mix you would hope if the Giants were a wild card contender for that, and you'd like to have that tie break and, and prove you belong. Of course, what has happened since is the Giants didn't lose some gut wrenching heartbreaker where you knew they were on the Seahawks level, and it sucks that they're going to have to play their way out of a tie break. They looked awful, and Daniel Jones played his worst game in a couple of years, maybe his worst game of his career, even if it doesn't stay so statistical wise, just in terms of everything. And they are one and three, staring down the gauntlet of the Dolphins and the Bills. Now, Thursday night football. I know they're not great football teams. and People are higher on Washington than I am. The Chicago Bears can't get out of their own way. They basically told Chase Claypool to take his ball and go home. 
and they go out and go march up and down the field on the Washington defense that we thought was supposed to be pretty damn good, and they blow out the commanders in, in their building. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sunday night football. I know it resulted in a loss. And there was a lot of controversy at the end with refereeing. But Zach freaking Wilson, at least for a few drives, behind, again, a pretty bad O-line, brought the Jets back from 17-0 down and hung in there with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. And the defense forced a couple turnovers. And it was a total team effort. And in the end, they lose the game, but they're right there. The Houston Texans, who have offensive line injuries all over the place, they annihilate the Pittsburgh Steelers and move up and down the field on that good defense, and they win a football game. Why am I you know, throwing out all these examples? A couple weeks ago, the Arizona Cardinals, who the Giants beat, they beat the Dallas Cowboys and held them to 16 points. In any given Sunday, is a cliche, but it's a cliche for a reason. It does exist. The NFL is full of surprises week to week because the teams in reality – or a lot closer than we think, and it really do games do come down to four or five plays and look horrible. These next two weeks look like an unmitigated disaster waiting to happen for the Giants with the Dolphins and the Bills. However, however, the Giants at some point got to muster up a little pride here. Look at the rest of the league and understand you can't walk in there and assume loss. And I, look, I'm not saying the players will. I'm sure the players will be fired up. And it's hard for us to envision because the Giants, I mean, first of all, they're not scoring in the first half alone, have been so bad with the point differential, the worst in the league, that it's hard to even envision a scenario where they compete. But that's what I'm holding on to this week. And it was pushed further overboard by what the Bears did to the Commanders, that in this league, it is week to week. And you could change the feel of a season, still very early here, quickly with a very good performance here Sunday, and I'll extend it to next Sunday versus the Buffalo Bills on Sunday Night Football. Narratives can be changed. You've already lost that tiebreak to the Seattle Seahawks, but don't worry about that right now. You can't. You got to worry about accomplishing some wins. Feeling Even above wins. I can't believe we're here, but just feeling good about yourself. The Bears wake up on a Friday feeling good about themselves. The Houston Texans feel good about themselves right now. Giants got to find a way to feel good about themselves. And are the Miami Dolphins the Chiefs? They're not. Now, maybe they do end up going to a Super Bowl or anything. I just saw them score 20 points versus the Bills. That, that's not impossible. And the giant defense seems to maybe be turning a corner. They still have to freaking tackle. I, I mean, it's in play here, guys. In a league full of surprises, you know, why can't the Giants surprise us for once? Just surprise. I know they surprised us last year, but as a whole, surprise us. Surprise us. 